This is Aubrey Bledsoe, and you're listening to Follow Your Spirit. So let's let's start with uh, let's go way way back to when you were when you were a young a uh, young child and, and probably had your first introduction to soccer. How how were you introduced to the sport? Um, I just played at a young age. Probably started when I was four or so, just playing on rec teams. Uh, my dad even coached one of my rec teams, and then I think around U eleven. Um, me and my twin sister wanted to try out to play competitive soccer. So we did, and um, we were both on the same team. and We both tried goalkeeper. And uh, so just kind of started in goal, just, you know, everyone takes a turn. And um, I was pretty good at it and had fun. So just kind of stayed back there. Yeah. What What was it about soccer that drew you to it? Um, there's always something going on. Um, so I played soccer, I played basketball, I played softball, uh, but I really didn't like softball because I'd just get really bored standing <laughs> in the outfield or, you know, waiting for the ball to be hit to me, waiting to be up to bat. So what I like about soccer is, uh, you know, the ball's pretty much in play for the full 90 minutes. You're always moving. There's always kind of something you can do. You're not just standing there, um, and just waiting for your turn, so to speak, um, you get to play the full ninety minutes. Yeah, absolutely. And but before going pro, you uh, you attended college at Wake Forest. Uh, what was it about mm-hmm. Wake Forest that drew you there? Um, so I really wanted to play in the ACC, and Wake was the only ACC school that really looked at me. Um, I wasn't very heavily recruited, um, but. Wake was honestly a no-brainer just with uh, the combination of academics. Uh, it was a great private liberal arts school, um, small classes, and then the athletics in the ACC competing with UNC and Duke and, and all those great schools. So when they were interested in me, um, I, I knew that's where I wanted to go. Now, is it is it true that you still hold the record for shutouts, goals against average, games played, games started, and minutes played in goal? Um, I might. I'm not sure. <laughs> I know I, I played. Um, I think every every game, yeah. Um, so I came in as a freshman, and, and there was a senior goalkeeper, and she actually got injured in preseason, so I had a little window of opportunity there to take the starting spot so i i started every game um so i'm i know i would have the the record on all the minutes and games played um i think i have career shutouts i'm not sure about the goals against average and those ones but but yeah i I got to play a lot in college so i was quite quite lucky with that and then after college, you went on to play with the W League. You played in Norway. Then you you played uh-huh. a little bit of NWSL. Then for a Danish club, and then back to NWSL. Played in Australia. Uh, you've you've been all over the world playing soccer. But yeah. be- before before getting to the W League, uh, at what point? Whether it was going into college, maybe it was coming out of college. When did you? When were you confident that you may be able to play professionally? 
Um, I was honestly just hoping that we would have a week by the time I graduated. Um, so now, you know, girls, it's awesome in college. They can kind of count on that and, and prepare, take the steps, you know, take summer school, um, do what's needed to graduate early. But um, for me, I couldn't graduate early. I was majoring in health and exercise science. Um, it's taking a pretty tough course load. So I had to stay through May. So I didn't, I didn't even um, put my name into the draft. I knew that I wanted to play overseas. So um, yeah, I, I realized that I would have, you know, some sort of options playing overseas and that looked to be a lot more realistic than playing in the States. Um, so I signed with an agent and he just found a team in Norway and I was like, sure, let's do it. Um, and then when I was over there, um, Jim Gabera had reached out and then I realized, wow, I, I can play in the U S. Um, cause I wasn't sure what that process would look like if I would have to reach out to teams and send them film and be like, Hey, you guys remember me? Um, you know, I played at wake, but, um, it just honestly kind of naturally progressed. There wasn't necessarily this, um, aha moment of, you know, I, I can play pro. Um, it just, I, I had a good college career and it, it just seemed like the next logical step. Um, it just, yeah, soccer is affording me some incredible opportunities. And I was like, well, why don't I use it to go see a new part of the world? So I was off to Norway and then back here and one thing's led to another. And yeah, I've played on three continents now <laughs> and been around, yeah, been around the world. Yeah, most most people don't get to visit three continents. You got to do what you love on yeah, three continents. That's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so you mentioned it. Uh, you know, you don't like getting bored. Uh, you, you haven't been bored this <laughs> season with thirty-seven no. saves. Uh, that's ten. That's ten more than even the the second goalkeeper, Listen Nair, has twenty-seven. Um, mm. I, I imagine that there's got to be um, some sort of cognitive dissonance as a goalkeeper when. When you're active, that usually means that there's a little bit more stress on the team. And when you're bored, that usually, right. that usually means things are going a little bit better. How, how do you deal with that, that that mental battle of, like, you want to be active, but you, <laughs> you also don't want your team in a rough spot? Yeah, um, I would be very happy if, you know, I would say zero shots and we got a nice, easy shutout. Um, but, yeah, I've. I've said that, you know, leading the leagues and saves is something I hope I'm not doing by the end of the season. Um, and, and we're getting better as a defense and, you know, working together more as a unit. And, and it has gotten better. Um, part of the problem, you know, we've played North Carolina twice and they take a lot of shots. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, of course, you know, it's fun to dive around and make saves, but ultimately it's, it's fun to win <laughs> and um, yeah, and, and get a shutout. And, and a lot of it really is organizing and um, kind of commanding the back as well. So, um, you know, that's fun for me kind of, you know, viewing the game as a puzzle in a sense. And uh, we have to make the right moves to, um, you know, stay on top of the opponent and um, eliminate all their scoring threats. So, uh 
yeah, that that is fun for me, not necessarily the the shot stopping. That's just a, a small piece of it. So yeah, uh, I will I'll be very happy if we can limit the shots and and start getting some wins here. Sure. Um, yeah. What is, what is the vibe in the locker room right now? Would you say with with so much? It's I feel like every week, whether it's a win or a loss or draw, there's so much optimism that comes out of this team because there's so much potential. We we know it's there. The, the you can tell the players know it. The fans definitely know it. Um, but it's it's been a rough few outings. What's what's the vibe in the locker room right now? I'd say we're still optimistic, but um, we're starting to to realize that we need to bring a little more intensity. And, and discipline in you know our everyday trainings and then hopefully that will translate to the game because you know it's easy the first couple games to to say oh we're just gelling together we're still sorting out the relationships our identity you know it's a long season um but now we're seven games in and only have one win to show for it so we can't really be making those excuses um, any longer you know we we just have to figure out a way to win um, whatever it takes so it's kind of becoming crunch time in a sense and we understand that we need to turn it around because yeah we're we're digging ourselves a hole and it's going to be hard to climb out of it um, as the season progresses yeah what what are you doing personally to, to better yourself as a player um, personally, I watch the game all the way through. After each game, I watch it. I go over it with um, my goalkeeper coach, Jack. We spend a lot of time breaking down everything, um, not just my movements, but the movements of the back four, the midfield. So um, we're just looking at our defensive structure and organization and, and figuring out how we can do that better. As a team, um, we're – becoming a little more prepared before the games, um, just having more information about our game plan and and how we want to, um, you know, come out and win. So we've started now to get uh, a little bit more on, on the same page throughout the whole team, and, and I think that will start to help as, as the season goes on. Sure. Who – um, which of the players do you feel like you have um, some some of the most chemistry with on the field? Hmm. Chemistry as a keeper, huh? That one's hard. Um, I like playing with Quinn back there in the center back. Um, I think she's really confident on the ball. So I like playing her. Um, she sees the field pretty well and she can also play a defensive mid so it's fun having her um, in the back line as a center back and just the way that she could build up and and break lines so uh, we'll see if if she continues back there or goes back to the midfield but I enjoyed playing back back there with her but um, yeah hopefully the whole back four you know I want to have good chemistry with because you know once I understand their movements and how they play it helps. It helps me. Yeah. And then what? What about off the pitch? Who? Who are you? Uh, who are you vibing with there? <laughs> um, I have an apartment with Taylor and Quinn, so uh, 
we we have a good time together. Um, yeah, we we play a lot of uh, games. We have game night game nights. Um, we'll get out Dutch Blitz or Sequence or um, Exploding Kittens is one of my personal favorites. Exploding so, Kittens. Yeah, we, yeah, have you heard of that one? Oh, I have it. It's such a good game. It's a good one. You should find it on Amazon. Um, yeah. yeah, we we have a good time. We're a bit of an odd bunch, but. Um, yeah, we have a good time just joking around. We all like to cook. Um, we're pretty healthy, but we also like our dessert. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, we have a good time. Yeah. Um, when you're uh, – you just mentioned, uh, you know, game nights and cooking. Uh, what, what, do you, what other hobbies do you have? When you're not playing soccer, what do you look forward to doing? Um, I love to bake as well. I bake a lot, cook. Um I do a lot of coaching as well. Um, I was more involved in Orlando through a youth soccer club, but I'm looking to, I've started recently doing just some private goalkeeper lessons. I really enjoy um, training keepers. I'm very involved. I've founded a church here in the metro area that I've been going to. Um, and then just exploring DC. There's, it seems like there's always something to do between the museums and the parks. Um, there's also some great hiking trails yeah. in the area. So I've uh, been hiking when, you know, when my legs aren't too dead. Uh, love to go hiking. Um, and movies. A lot of us love the movies, especially when it was colder. Yeah. my uh, The reason why I wasn't at uh, – um, I was uh, – this past week, and the reason why I didn't get a chance to, to watch the the Spirit Game is my wife and I were deep in the Maryland woods hiking the Appalachian Trail. So, um, oh wow, yeah, it's uh, yeah, that's on my list. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. It's that's it's awesome. it's forty miles uh, from border to border in Maryland, uh, about forty one miles, and uh, it's a very it's a doable long weekend, and it's kind of cool to say that you've done an entire state's worth of the Appalachian Trail. So, um, so you did you did all forty one miles? Yeah. Yep, started started midday awesome. or started early on Thursday and then midday on Sunday. It was pretty good. Um, wow. Yeah, 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 you're impressed, <laughs> huh? <laughs> cool, yeah. Oh, uh, it sounds like a blast. Yeah, it was awesome. Who who on the team do you feel is an unsung hero? Maybe someone that isn't hit, getting headlines or or stat stat lines, but uh, is really contributing to the success of the team. Hmm. Another tough one. Huh. Hmm. I would go with Ashley Hatch. I know the goals haven't really come her way. Um, you know, she was rookie of the year last year. Um, she had a great goal in our Orlando game. I think that's been one of the season. But um, she's a hard worker and, and definitely does the work defensively. Um, you know, obviously now attracts a lot of attention and Franny scored some goals. But I think Hatch has done a good job and, you know, she puts in 90 minutes every game. And um, yeah, so hopefully it'll, it'll start paying off with some goals for her soon. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned that you you found a local church to start attending. I noticed on your on your Twitter profile you have Ephesians two eight through ten. Uh, what is it about that mm-hmm. that verse that resonates with you? Um, it's just a reminder that you know I'm I'm saved 
by grace through faith, and it's not anything of my own doing. It's a reminder of myself, you know, and I've gotten this incredible platform, and I get to, you know, be on a stage essentially every week. But, um, you know, it's by God's grace that I'm here and living, breathing, and, and He's given me this incredible talent. Um, so honestly, I'm just really blessed. I feel like that word gets overused so much nowadays. But, um, you know, I just, I want to, um, you know, everything I do, hopefully do it all for the glory of God. And that's an incredible opportunity to get to play um, this game at such a high level and, um, you know, impact young girls, the people that I meet after the game and sign autographs for and just make them smile. Um, it's an incredible job and I'm just humbled to have it. So, yeah, yeah my faith is an important part of my life and um, that verse is just resonates with me very cool uh aubrey this this saturday 7 p.m at the plex the speeder hosting the portland thorns now when the spirit went out to portland uh it came away with a point which is something that spirit fans aren't used to usually portland uh gives <laughs> gives uh, the spirit some trouble even even in some of their better seasons came away with a point uh, I imagine that has to build some confidence when you go to host them. What are you What are you doing to prepare for this big game against the Thorns? Um, we're just working on, you know, focusing on ourselves. Um, today we worked on just moving the ball around a little quicker um, in the areas that we hope to exploit them in. Um, but yeah, it's it's more focusing on us, not them. Yeah, like you said, we haven't had. I guess the Spirit haven't had the most success against the Thorns, but um, I think especially now they're they're vulnerable. They're coming off two losses in a row. So this is a great opportunity for us. We're in front of our home crowd, and I think we'll, we'll be looking for a win. Uh, yes, I think, we'll, I think we'll all be looking for a win. Um, yeah. yeah, Jordan and I were talking about it yesterday. We think it's going to be a very close game, but uh, I, I think that I think the Spirit uh, are going to be able to edge out uh, for yeah. the three points, so we're, we're definitely looking forward to that. Yeah, <laughs> um, Aubrey, if you if you weren't playing soccer, like if if for some reason you just you weren't allowed, whether injury or you know the league collapse, whatever it may be, what what career would you pursue? Um, I would be a doctor. I'd be in medical school, which I may still do, but we'll see. Right now, um, yeah, enjoying the game. Yeah. Okay, uh, and final question, and you can you can answer this however you interpret it. Uh, which which member of the Washington Spirit do you think is most likely to be a spy? <laughs> um, I was <laughs> terrible, but I would go with the Steffi just because. <laughs> um. Because she's she's quiet, um, but yeah, I don't know. Obviously, she I know she knows some English um, and she just can't speak fluently. But um, I'm sure she picks up on a lot more than we realize. So who knows what she would like to say, but just doesn't. Yeah, and who knows what she's actually picking up on that maybe you're. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, well, don't worry. Maggie said the same thing, so uh, you're not you're not alone. Oh, good. In, yeah, I feel terrible. 
Well, Aubrey, uh, <laughs> Aubrey I, I do appreciate your time. It was it was a pleasure talking to you. I'm looking forward to, yeah. to seeing you play at the Plex this Saturday. Yeah. So you'll be there? I will, yes. Um, hopefully, right. I'm, I'm, I'm fine. It's, it's my first game of the season. I can't believe life has somehow derailed me from from getting to the Plex this season. Um, but so long as the weather holds up, I will I will be there. Oh, yeah. Good. All right. We'll bring you some good luck. <laughs> I will. All right, there we go. Thank you very much. Very easy. Thank you so much. We'll uh I'll I'll see you Saturday.